And welcome to uh, Running Flat Radio. It's uh, Chris Yuzinski, Kelly Steele from the Windsor Star. What a, an amazing week to be to be running. I mean, we're we're just in the midst of Detroit, mm-hmm. right? Coming up within the next uh, week or so. Everyone's tapering. Yep. You everyone's know, tapering. Everyone's freaking like out. A lot of taper madness going on right now. <laughs> A lot of people eating too much. And, oh, I'm feeling and, questions like crazy on that. Oh yeah. my gosh, why Why am I putting on weight? Why am I freaking out? How am I going to do this? <laughs> Even the, the doubt after the 20 miler, they're all going, oh, I don't know if I can actually do the whole 26. And oh my gosh, now, now I'm not supposed to be running at all. And or, you know, Well, because you know what happens. Relax, you do your 20 miler. Relax. You're feeling good. You have a good 20 miler. Then about maybe a week and a half later, you go for an easy four. And the problem is, for whatever reason, it isn't an easy four. Everything hurts yeah. and you're gassed and you're thinking, oh, no, I can't do this. It's okay. You'll be <laughs> okay. You'll be just fine. You're listening to Running Flat Radio on AM800 CKLW. Or if you're podcasting us, uh, thanks for downloading us off of iTunes. The uh, The show is really all about running. It's all about endurance. And, and, and the way we do that is really by taking you through some interviews, really a lot of feature interviews with some amazing people. And today is like no other for me because he's a real hero of mine. Uh, Dr. Gabe Merkin is on. Gabe invented, and, and he'll probably deny this, but he invented sports medicine 50 years ago. Really? He was the one who pioneered the whole stress and recovery uh, for athletes, for Olympic athletes. And, you know, I mean, he's got uh, 16 or 17 fitness books and health books to his name. Uh, prolific uh, physician. He is, uh, he was on this radio station for many, many years with a evening talk show. Oh, really? The Dr. Gabe Merkin Show. That's how I got to know him 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I reached out to Gabe uh, not too long ago and said, would you come on the radio show? Because it goes, to come back on AM 800, I would love to do that. <laughs> so he's going to join us uh, a quarter after, right to quarter of the hour. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. He is I believe he's 79, almost 80 years old. Mm-hmm. He's got 40 marathons under Incredible. his belt. And, and, but he's been a, a huge cycling guy for mm-hmm. the last 20 years, uh, him and his wife, uh, Diana. So uh, we're going to have Gabe on. We're going to talk about all kinds of cutting-edge uh, medical stuff. But really, mm-hmm. he was the one who led, it, led with it. And, uh, and then we're also going to talk about stress and recovery. And we're going to talk about you know diet and what athletes should be eating. You're going to love him. Mm-hmm. He's, he's awesome. And then after Gabe, we've got uh, John LaFranco. And John is actually kind of like the coordinator for uh, road running uh, in Canada with Athletics Canada. So mm-hmm. Athletics Canada has has opened up a new branch uh, for road races. And we have a symposium seminar conference coming up next week, which which I, I'm speaking at mm-hmm. uh, in Toronto with a lot of other race directors, uh, including uh, running uh, Run Disney mm-hmm. and, and a number of other folks. You must be getting folks. excited about that. I am. I am. Because it's always great to kind of sit together and, and kind of talk about, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what you're doing. And and uh, race directors are like like no other kind of folks that I've met. Uh, because what they do is they, they just love to sit down and, and not necessarily commiserate, but collaborate, <laughs> <laughs> as we say. And, and, and it's like, you know, what are you guys doing with this? And they'll be right open. They'll say, look, this is what we're doing with this, this, X, X, and X. And mm-hmm. it's awesome to work with these guys. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Really bounce some stuff off them. Yeah. So we have a, a meeting coming up. So John LaFranco is going to be on with us talking about what uh, what Athletics Canada is doing. And, and of course, uh, you know, it's a busy week for us. We have Zombie Chase. Mm-hmm. That's, that's happening. Registration closes tomorrow for Zombie Chase. We are the only zombie event yep. uh, in, in the uh, Windsor-Essex market. Well, I know and, people are a little unsure on that. I think sometimes some people uh, are thinking your rent's the one that's got uh, canceled. There was a zombie event at Malden Park that was obstacle-based. 
we don't running flat does not do obstacles uh i've made it really a public thing i don't do obstacles for a lot of reasons one is i can never put my head around the liability mm -hmm. of doing obstacle races it's it's not a preference it's just as an operational guy i just can't get my head around it um when it comes to road races i can contain the liability and and through medical training and and course planning i can deal with it i'm sorry as a race director i can't get my yeah. head around obstacle and and just that's my preference in the way i do my operations so we don't do it mm -hmm. um so the other zombie event was an obstacle event we do a running event on the river at uh and it's always at thanksgiving it's it's, a, it's an odd saturday evening and i get that uh lots of folks from out of town actually register for this event mm -hmm. and, and you know i've had a ton of people ask me you know are because I think the Malden one, they got tackled and stuff like that. They're wondering whether the zombies and Zombie Chase are going to tackle them or no. touch them or what no. exactly is going to yeah. happen. We we are an event that there's no touching, no tagging, no pulling, no nothing. It's it's kind of ceremonial that we let the survivors run out first and then three minutes later we release the zombies onto the course. That's the chase. Mm -hmm. uh, but there is no awards for catching. There's no awards for, for tackling or tagging or anything like that. It's just, it's all about family fun. Like we mm -hmm. have lots of kids. We have tons of kids on the course. You know, this year we're going to have uh, the, the, the zombie cheerleaders out. We're going to also have... <laughs> zombie cheerleaders. <laughs> we, we also have our, our, our gaggle of Grim Reapers that we had last year. They're back out on the course. We have some, some musicians as well on the course. It's just all about a lot of fun. And of course, this award-winning medal. Mm-hmm. Get Out There magazine nice named us the medal to run for in Canada. We're going to, we have a female version of it. And I love the shirts too. The shirts are really oh, cool. Oh yeah, they're very, very cool. Mm. Really, really pumped about the shirts. Um, the ones that say, uh, you know, zombies don't like fast food. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's <laughs> the, very cool. With the runner. And, uh, you know, and of course our medal is is like no other in the world. And it glows in the dark and it's a two-piece medal. And it's, it's an incredible finisher's medal. So that will be... Uh, for every finisher, mm -hmm. which is something I, you know, we should even do a show on. Running flat will never give anyone a medal that has not earned it. I like that. And, you know, because lots of people come to us, oh, I want to buy the Terry Fox medal. Well, you can't buy yeah. the Terry Fox. You actually can't buy any of our medals. Mm -hmm. We've never sold one of our medals. Um, so it's just the way it goes. They're finishers. It's the medals. way it should be. Right. So all the medals get stored or destroyed right after the event. Mm -hmm. Um, that's just the way it goes. The shirts, sure. We'll, yep. we'll, we'll sell you, you know, surplus shirts, no problem. And, and a lot of different race directors kind of runs kind of approach that differently, but for the most part, that's how we do it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, cause we think it's more of a, it's an issue of earning it, right? Whether you walk it or run it, we don't care. You're going to get the medal, but. Yep. I totally agree earn with it. you. Yep. Earn the medal. But for that information and more, you can go to runningflat.com. And, and find out more about all the races that are coming up. You know, we have all kinds of races that, that are ready to be announced. Le Chocolat, which I know <laughs> everyone just emails me and talks about. It will be released very shortly. It's just an issue of permitting. It's no secret we're permitting the entire Riverside Drive. We're going oh, right from the bridge, idea. right to Lausanne Road. It's going to be a half marathon. It's going to take up the entire waterfront of, of you know, this beautiful city of Windsor. And we'd like to get all kinds of neighborhoods involved, you know, along Jefferson, you know, Riverside Drive, mm -hmm. all of those neighborhoods. We want to get them involved as well. Yeah. Um, but yet, yeah, that is what we've 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 asked for with the city. We're just on the verge of getting our permits for that. Once that is permitted, we will make the announcement and get those out there. We promise. <laughs> and in the next couple of weeks, we've got a couple of big announcements coming up. One is the the top three vote getters for the Canada Day. Yes, I've been interested in that. For 2015, we will be announcing that along with several other dates in Canada that that run is available at. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll be doing that hopefully in the next, uh, I'd say three weeks or four weeks, we'll, we'll make that big announcement. Okay. Once we get through this big marathon season. So, uh that's kind of where we're at. We're, you know, I'm really excited about Gabe. I'll tell you what, you're listening to uh, to Running Flat Radio on AM 800 CKLW. We'll be right back after these messages.
experience the gigantic home improvement liquidation at Hardware Liquidation Store by Rona. Visit us today at 7350 Catherine Street in Windsor for unbelievable savings for your home improvement project and much more. This week, get an unbelievable 40 to 70% off lower ticket price on everything in store. Visit Hardware Liquidation Store by Rona weekdays from 9 to 8 and on the weekend from 8 to 5 at 7350 Catherine Street in Windsor. Certain conditions apply. Details in store. Right now, save 20 to 50% off store-wide at the Running Factory and the New Balance Store. Sale ends Sunday. The New Balance Store, 4115 Walker Road, and the Running Factory, Wyandotte East at Prado. October's forecast, below zero, with a cash back of up to 5% on select models. At Hyundai's below zero event, get the 2015 Elantra with 0% financing for 84 months. Plus... Get price adjustments of up to $1,200. This is one forecast you don't want to miss out on. Hyundai's below zero event won't be around for long. Hurry in before it's too late. Visit your Hyundai dealer or HyundaiCanada.com for details. Dealer may sell for less. Now the forecast from the AM800 Weather Center. Tonight, a 30% chance of showers, a low of 6. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and cloud. Gusty wind late in the morning, high of 14. Wednesday night, partly cloudy. Gusty wind becoming light after midnight, a low of 4. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, a mix of sun and cloud all three days, a high of 15. Thursday, 14. Friday, 12. Saturday. Once again, a 30% chance of showers tonight and a low of 6. A mix of sun and cloud tomorrow. Gusty wind late in the morning, a high of 14. The source is the place for I want that. So when you invited all the guys over to watch the game on your big HD TV, but realized, hey, I didn't even have a big HD TV. Who had a sale on big HD TVs? The source. And when you needed speakers to go with your new big HD TV, who had awesome deals on soundbars? The source. Right now, get great deals at the Source Home Entertainment event. Save $600 on a Seiki 55-inch 4K Ultra HD TV, just $699.99. See flyer at thesource.ca for details. The Source. I want that. Facebook. Twitter. The Internet. Oh, and you can find us on your car radio, too. AM 800 CKLW. The Information Station. Looking to start running? Strap on a pair of comfortable shoes. Now put one foot in front of the other and keep going. It's that easy. This is this is Running Flat Radio on AM 800. Welcome back to uh, Running Flat Radio. Chris Uzinski and Kelly Steele from the Windsor Star. This is the weekly show all about uh, running and endurance in the uh, Windsor-Detroit market. Thanks for those who, who download us on, on iTunes. I'm so excited about our next guest, Dr. Gabe Merkin. He was, uh, I, I can tell you, at night on AM 800, you would turn on, on the radio station and you'd hear Gabe talking to people from all over North America about all kinds of medical issues. And, and what I loved about Gabe was he just made things so simple to people mm-hmm. and, and simple for them to follow. And, and, you know, I mean, this is no slouch. I mean, Gabe, Gabe was uh, practicing medicine for well over 50 years. Uh, he's also board certified in sports medicine, allergy, immunology, pediatrics, and, and pediatric immunology. You know, Gabe, are you there? Yes, I am. Oh. Hi, Chris. <laughs> we, we get to finally hear your voice on AM 800 again. How are you, sir? Very good. I'm delighted to be talking to you again, Chris. You know, it's it's so it's so great to have you on. You know, a lot of people were asking me when I was bringing you bringing you on the air. They said, "What what is Gabe up to these days?" I mean, you know, he's he's left the air, but but what's he doing right right? You know, these days is he still practicing? No, he's retired, but he's a bicycle racer. <laughs> now, you were a, now you marathoned 40 marathons in your career. Is that correct? That's correct. And then and then you decided to give your joints a break, if I remember correctly, no, and take up no. cycling? I got injured. Do you know, of the guy, you're not going to like this, but I must tell you that I, I've been racing competitively since, since the 1940s, 50s, 60s. None of those guys that ran in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s are still running now. They're either overweight or they're riding bicycles. But but you you ride a lot of bike you and and Diana right ride constantly. Well, we we we're using the same training methods that we've learned over the years. That's true. So where where did your fascination with sports medicine start? Well, it started with with being a lousy marathon runner. <laughs> I wanted to improve. So. 
the more I learned, the more I got injured until I finally got the message. I used to think that the guy that ran the most miles was the best, and that doesn't work. I, the first, the most difficult concept for me to gather when I was much younger was it's stress and recover. So the, I knew at a very young age that if you don't burn and get short of breath, you don't damage muscles. And if you don't damage muscles, they don't grow and become stronger. So I knew you had a push. But doggone it, the stimulus to grow a muscle and make it stronger damages the muscle. And unless you allow that muscle to recover, you're going to get an injury like I did. And you're going to spend more time injured than you will be running. Right, and, and, and not happy about your performance or, or the way you're running. Oh, terrible. I mean, I was injured through my entire running career. I'm 79 years old right now, and I'm riding more than 200 miles a week, racing three times a week and doing intervals the other four days because I now have learned that when your legs are heavy or tired, you take off. You don't even try to run slow. When you run slow, when you're really hurting, you, those are called junk miles, and you're just going to hurt yourself. T- tell me about what nutrition is like. Uh, oh, is, boy, uh, have we come a long way. <laughs> you know, in, in uh, the, the late 1930s, uh, studies um, showed that uh, that the fastest you could run would be when you use sugar. You know, your muscles can burn sugar and fat and, pro- and to a lesser degree, protein for energy. But sugar is the most efficient form for for uh, for muscles because they require less oxygen. Let me let me take that back. How fast you can run is limited over distance is limited by the time it takes to move oxygen in your muscles. Correct. And since sugar requires less oxygen than fat and protein, burning sugar for energy helps you to run faster. And when you run out of sugar that you only got a meager you got a huge amount of fat stored in your your body, virtually limitless. But you only got a meager amount of sugar stored in your body in your muscles and your liver. And when you run out of muscle sugar, boy, you hit the wall. You have to slow down and work like the devil. So the whole key is to put the maximal amount of sugar into your muscles. And if your event takes more than 70 minutes, take sugar during your event. That's all the recent research. And those guys, now if, you, if it, you're, you're running along casually, you, you can go three hours without sugar because you can burn right. mostly fat and go slow. But if you're in a competition that takes more than 70 minutes, you should be taking sugar just before you start to exercise, just within five minutes before you start to exercise your event and during your event so you won't run low on sugar and have to slow down. Now, now, now Gabe, let's define the word sugar because there's lots of different sugars and there's lots of ways of getting that sugar into your system. Sure. The definition of carbohydrates are chains and sugars. Every carbohydrate is a long chain of sugar, 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 sugar. Well, some sugars are tied so together that you can never absorb them, and they're called fiber. That means you can't absorb them unless the bacteria break them down for you. And then you get, you can get, you can use flour or or uh, carbohydrates that you get in plants. You can eat those too, and you can get carbohydrates that you get and flour like bakery products and spaghetti. But when you're in competition, you should be taking sugar. And, and, su- and sugar in a liquid form is the fastest way you can bring sugar into muscles. And there are two sugars that you take, glucose and fructose, found in all fruits. So fruit juice is probably the ideal drink if you dilute it down just a, just, just a little bit. Or you can take any any drink that contains glucose and fructose to get maximal sugar into your muscles. I remember when we used to uh, when when I was training for for ultra marathons, I would do the baked potato. The baked potato that's to me perfect. was 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 uh, so easy on my pota- stomach, you know. That's 
perfect because a baked potato is a chain of sugars. It's sugar, 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 sugar. And what you do is when you have a potato reach your, reach your intestines, you knock off one sugar after the other and absorb individual sugars. So you have, say, say thousands of sugars lined up on a chain. And when it hits your intestines, you knock off a sugar, absorb it, next sugar, absorb it, next sugar, and so forth. So potato is a perfectly good food to take just before you um, race or take a very intense workout or during your intense workout. Right, because that, that's what I used to do for, for the long runs with water because I'll tell you, one of the biggest problems that you're doing when you are out there for more than three hours or four hours or six hours or ten hours, depending on, on, on what you're running uh, or riding, you know, it was always an issue of stomach distension and not feeling well and getting the bloating because, because of all the, the electrolyte fluids that you were taking in that were just really just, frankly, they were rotting your stomach. You know, you know, I'm delighted you mentioned that. Do you know what cramps, belly cramps are caused by? Food in your colon, not your stomach. Do you know bicycle racers have known for, their, for, for at least 100 years, they can take a full meal and race right on it because the stomach does very well unless you have, on rare occasions, you can store too much food in your stomach. But cramps are in the colon. If you, the whole key of racing is to make sure your colon is empty before you start, start a race or a very hard workout because the cramps you're going to get is having any food in your colon. Anything in your colon is likely to cause cramps. So 99% of all belly cramps are the colon, not the stomach. But isn't that also why we have caffeine before we go for a yeah. run? You know, just to kind oh, of... caffeine is wonderful. <laughs> caffeine moves sugar into your muscles faster. And I told you that if the event lasts more than 70 minutes, you've got to add sugar during your event. Well, if you take sugar with the caffeine, it goes into your muscles faster. So caffeine is an ergogenic aid that makes you a better athlete if you take it with a sugar source during a competition or intense workout. So if for an athlete, then tell me what an athlete should really be eating then the night before and then race morning to get okay. the best performance okay. possible. Right. First of all, carbohydrate loading is nonsense. It's detrimental to your performance. And I'll tell you why. We used to uh, have uh, you where, where you, uh, seven days before your marathon, you would, uh, you would uh, take a depletion workout. You'd go out for three, four hours to empty your muscles of their sugar. And then for three days, you'd keep your muscles empty by eating a diet rich in fat and protein and restricted in carbohydrate. And then for the three days before your event, you were supposed to load with carbohydrates, bread, spaghetti, macaroni, pretzels, bagels, crackers, cookies, potatoes, and so forth. And that's insane. And the reason it is, is that when you absorb carbohydrates, the first thing you do is you'll burn it for energy. Oh, these are sugars. The second thing you'll do is you'll store a little bit of that sugar in your in meager amount in your muscles and your liver. And then 100% of the sugar beyond that is immediately converted by your liver to triglycerides, and they end up as fat. So all you're doing by taking extra sugar is putting extra fat in your body. So nobody carbohydrates. Loads. What you do is three, bef uh, three days before an event, you cut back on your workload. If you're running 15, 20, 25 miles a day, you cut back to 5 to 10, and you do one fast day, maybe two days before your event, and you go slow the, day, the, the single day before your event, and uh, you'll maximally load your muscles with sugar. Gabe, will you stick around through? We got a news break coming up. Will you come back uh, with us? Sure, be delighted. Because I really want to talk to you about the Dash diet. I want to talk about some of those staples that that you'd worked on for so many years, trying to trying to tell us all about. So you're listening to Running Flat Radio on AM 800 CKLW. We'll be right back after these messages. AM 800. Well, as far as news concerned, we get everything from AM 800. CKLW. I can stream you on the internet or my phone. I listen to you more than I watch TV. Local news first. Despite its name, New York Fries is actually Canadian. In fact, after 30 years, it's becoming something of a Canadian icon, like the Maple Leaf, the Goalie Mask, and Poutine. Wait a minute. New York Fries serves Poutine with real cheese curds on fresh-cut fries. So you can get a Canadian icon inside a Canadian icon. Double icon. New York Fries. 30 years of real fresh fries. 
and Putin. Miss Lynn Martin didn't catch the afternoon news? Just visit am800cklw.com and download our podcasts. AM 800, on air and online at am800cklw.com. It's 7.30. From the AM 800 News Center, your number one news source in Windsor, Essex, an information update with Paul Pedro. A Windsor man arrested after a massive province-wide internet child exploitation investigation is facing 64 more charges. Windsor police officials also identified three victims from Windsor between 11 and 16 years old. Last month, three people from Windsor-Essex were arrested, including 29-year-old James Pichet of Windsor. A break-and-enter in Ford City yesterday did not turn out as planned. The male suspect and the male victim got into a physical altercation, and a neighbor helped the victim hold the culprit in the 1100 block of Hickory Road until police arrived. Michael Crawford is charged with break-and-enter and assault with a weapon. And a 33-year-old Israfil Kilich remains in critical condition in a London hospital. He's the Windsor man who was hurt in a crash on the 401 in Chatham yesterday morning. AM 800 Sports, San Francisco is home to Washington again tonight in their NLDS. The Cardinals are hosting the Dodgers in Game 4 of the other NL Divisional Series. And the Cardinals have rallied, just rallied. They're up now 3-2 over the Dodgers, bottom of the 7th. And in Junior C Hockey tonight, Essex is home to Lakeshore. That game is scoreless in the first from the AM 800 Weather Center. Tonight, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers, a low of 6. Tomorrow, mix of sun and cloud, gusty wind late in the morning, high of 14. Right now in Windsor, Essex, 13 Celsius, that's 55 Fahrenheit. I'm Paul Pedro, AM 800 News. When you're able to focus your mind and your body, anything is possible. From 5K runs to half marathons to the full 26.2 miles. We talk about it all on Running Flat Radio, Tuesdays, 7 till 8 on AM 800. Welcome back to uh, Running Flat Radio. Chris Yuzinski, Kelly Steele from the Windsor Star. Running Flat Radio is all about uh, running. And, you know, we're such a treat. Tonight we have uh, Dr. Gabe Merkin, who is... Uh, one of the pioneers of sports medicine and and dealing with athletes, and one of the things, and he had this amazing radio show on on actually on this station mm-hmm. uh, that I listened to many years ago. My kind of work with Gabe goes back at least twelve or thirteen years ago when I had arthritis, and and uh, I've been listening to Gabe's show, and he had this this this, this cure for for arthritis, mm-hmm. and and Gabe, can we talk a little bit about the Dash diet, and can we also talk about uh, how the role of antibiotics in fighting off a lot of these diseases that are caused by infections? Certainly. I mean, I, I, I'm, it's a fascinating part of, of medicine, and, and it's something that I really wanted to bring to this show, that people understand that, that there are many diseases that we think may be chronic diseases, but they're really caused by an underlying effect, infection. You know, I'm glad. I'm gonna. I, first, I'd like to talk about the Dash diet okay. because because do you know that heart attacks are responsible for more than 40 percent of the deaths of people in North America, and 50 percent of the people in North America have high blood sugars, although they're not diagnosed specifically as being diabetic. And heart attacks and diabetes are caused by a sloppy lifestyle. It's bad, bad lifestyle. And now we found out that if you avoid red meat, you avoid sugared drinks when you're not exercising, sugar-added food, fried foods, you need huge amounts of fruits and vegetables, you markedly reduce your chances of ever getting diabetes or heart attacks or premature death. Okay, so... What you're saying is, so the DASH diet, what was a program? The DASH diet is D-A-S-H, Dietary Approach to Stop High Blood Pressure. Hypertension is the medical term for that. But the message is that we found out that people on this diet have plaques dissolved that were in their arteries, have reduced incidence of heart attacks, reduced incidence of diabetes and premature death, and get this, reduced incidence of many cancers. Evidently, the same things that increase your risk for heart attacks and strokes also increase your risk for diabetes and cancers. So when you go on a Mediterranean-type diet based on fruits and vegetables unlimited, you are helping to protect yourself if you avoid red meat. Red meat because it blocks insulin receptors to cause a high rise in blood sugar. Uh, Sugar, because sugar drinks give you the highest rise in blood 
blood sugar. And let me give you a graph that everybody should indelibilize in his or her mind. When blood sugar rises too high, sugar sticks to the outside coating of the cell membranes of every cell in your body. Once stuck on the outside coating of the cell membrane, sugar can never get off. And it's eventually converted by a series of chemical reactions to a chemical called sorbitol that destroys the cell. That means that every cell in your body is, can be destroyed by a high rise in blood sugar. That's why diabetics go blind and deaf and become impotent and have become demented and have heart attacks and strokes and cancers and everything else because a high rise in blood sugar is so dangerous. Well, the highest rise in blood sugar of all comes from sugar in a liquid form. Okay, so let's talk about what is the DASH diet. The DASH diet is fruits, vegetables, whole grains, beans, seeds, and nuts, a little bit of fish, um, a, a very small amount of uh, alcohol, perhaps a glass of wine at bedtime. And when they followed those people uh, and care, compared them to people living in America, those people had less of everything, fewer heart attacks, fewer strokes, fewer less diabetes, less cancers, less premature death, everything. So then we started studying them. We, we take people who have had heart attacks and half of them would go on this diet based on fruits and vegetables and half would continue their American diet and in a very short time you've got much more deaths and much more disease and the people sticking to the standard North American diet. So let's talk because you used to praise wheat berries galore sure. when you, when you right. were on the air and, and, and then I know that you and, and Diane have also done a, a cookbook and also you can also get the recipes on, on drmerkin.com as well uh, along with journal references and, and all kinds of other issues but uh, let's talk about wheat berries and, and some of the other uh, great foods well, out there that we should be doing very very good because a whole grain is a seed of grass. So that's a wheat berry, a rye berry, buckwheat, quinoa, amaranth. Those are all seeds of grass, whole grains. Now, they have a thick capsule. Seeds of grass have such a thick capsule that if you, you couldn't possibly eat them raw, and you have to cook them for at least an hour to get them soft enough to eat. And then after you eat the wheat berry, your rye berry, your quinoa, or even brown rice, you you get no, almost no rise in blood sugar. You get a flat blood sugar response. On the other hand, if you grind up a wheat berry or a rye berry to make flour, to form bread, spaghetti, macaroni, pretzels, bagels, crackers, cookies, you do get a high rise in blood sugar. So when doctors talk about a whole grain, they're talking about the seed of grass that hasn't been ground up and turned into a powder, which is a flour, you're markedly increasing your rise in blood sugar when you grind something into a powder. Wow. So one of the things I really want to touch upon, too, is is adult onset asthma, arthritis. I mean, a lot of these these, these conditions that you right. know, you, you've come out and said publicly, and, and you have you have lots of studies and journal references to, to back you up, that these are these are infections. And that we yeah, need to let, treat. Let me talk about that. When a doctor doesn't know anything, he gives it a fancy name and acts like he knows something. For example, <laughs> do you know what fibromyalgia means? It means I can't figure it out. Yes, it means your muscles hurt, and I've done a hundred tests, and none of the tests give me a diagnosis. So instead of saying I don't know what's going on, I say, "Aha, you have fibromyalgia," and you say, "Thank you, doctor." Do you know what chronic fatigue syndrome is? Similar. Yeah, it means you're tired, and all your tests are negative, and I don't have the foggiest idea why you're so tired. Well, that's what happens with late-onset asthma. Asthma in childhood is some kind of chemical disease that we still don't understand now. But late-onset asthma, asthma that starts after the age of puberty, after 12, 13, 14, is very often an infectious disease. And the doctor says, well, I don't see, I, you got asthma. So he gives you uh, medicines to open up your lungs, which open up your lungs for an hour or two afterwards, but they don't change anything. They certainly don't cure the disease, and they don't certainly make you really better. 
if he had thought about it and put you on an antibody, you would have a 20 or 30% chance of being cured with a very safe antibiotic called doxycycline or an erythromycin-type antibiotic. So the message is that some cases of late-onset asthma are infection. And the same thing applies to arthritis. Doctors say, ah, uh, you have an auto, say what they do is you come in with the joints hurting and they do a whole bunch of blood tests and the blood tests show that your immunity is going crazy. Your immunity is acting like it's trying to kill a germ but they can't find the germ. So they say, uh-huh, you have an autoimmune disease. Well, autoimmune disease like lupus and rheumatoid arthritis means that your immunity is going crazy, we can't find the germ and your joints are hurting and we don't really know know why so they give you drugs to suppress your immunity and you get better a little bit better but you never get cured and you keep on taking these medicines for the rest of your life and these immune suppressants that are used to treat rheumatoid arthritis and lupus increase your risk for cancers and shortening your lifespan so a certain percentage of these people will have an infection that responds now the tragedy is it's not a hundred percent but about ten percent twelve percent of these people will get better with long-term minocycline or doxycycline which are tetracycline cycline antibiotics now you'll say why does don't don't every other doctor why doesn't every other doctor know they do but remember we haven't found the germ since we haven't found the germ we can't say uh-huh it's an infectious disease right. we say it's not an immune disease because your immunity is going crazy but but Gabe, what's what is the the danger in doing long term antibiotics and, and maybe you should oh, define, there is a danger, maybe, maybe, there can, is a danger. Can, can you define what what long term antibiotics yeah. is yeah i think yeah i think uh to give yourself a trial you should go six to eight weeks with the antibiotic and if you're not better just give it up and realize that you're not going to respond but if you get better you may want to go a little longer the danger is that antibiotics in your intestines determine your immunity your weight your diabetes and even your cancers you have good bacteria in your intestines and bad bacteria and this is incredibly uh, this is new news and incredibly exciting do you know what obesity is being overweight it's having the wrong bacteria in your intestines having now, ha having the wrong bacteria wrong bacteria in your intestines let, let me go over this because this is exciting research there have been several papers in the last six months to a year on this very subject where you can transfer um, obesity from one group of animals to another just by moving their stool to the other other um, other mice you can you can take uh, all kinds of studies on this and let me give you the mechanism so you can understand obesity and, and diabetes to a much better better okay. degree. Uh, when you eat um, plants, most of the plants pass right through you. They can't be absorbed. More than 95% of the carbohydrate in plants is fiber that can't be broken down. Now, you have two absorption systems. You have an absorption system in your small intestine, and then if it isn't absorbed in your small intestine, you can go to your colon, and you may be able to absorb something from your colon for extra calories, all right? So when you eat certain types of, of, of uh, carbohydrates, of foods, of plants, you can't absorb most of it so they, because you can't break them down. Right. So they go through your intestines to your colon and then to the outside. But if you have certain types of bacteria in your colon, the non-absorbable sugars, the carbohydrates, pass to your colon, and the bacteria eat that fiber and break it down and convert the fiber to what we call short-chain fatty acids that are absorbed. So okay. you can get hundreds of calories each day absorbed that you wouldn't absorb normally if the bacteria hadn't broken down and converted the sugars in, in the fiber to short-chain fatty acids that are absorbed in your colon. Now, that's why, you know, we've noticed for the last 30 years that a lot of people gain an awful lot of weight when they take artificial sweeteners like saccharin and sucralose and aspartame. Right. And so researchers in Israel took uh, mice, and, and uh, newborn mice have no bacteria in their intestines. They get it as they start eating. They eat back their bacteria grow. And they gave half, one group got sucralose or aspartame or, 
or uh, other artificial sweeteners. And the other group got their regular uh, chow. And the ones getting the sucralose and the artificial all got fat. Oh, do they get fat. Then they took the stool from the mice fed the artificial sweeteners, and they fed it to the mice who had never had artificial sweeteners and were thin, and those mice got fat. So that meant that the reason the mice got fat from the artificial sweeteners is because they were growing bacteria in their colons that were transferred to the other mice, and the other mice did the same thing. They got fat by breaking down more of their food from the bacteria, not from, from just themselves. Then, now this is incredible, then they took the mice that got fat from, because remember, the bacteria in your colon eat the same food that you do. So if you eat huge amounts of of artificial sweeteners, you're going to have bacteria thrive that eat the artificial sweeteners and convert the artificial sweeteners to short-chain fatty acids, which you'll absorb through your colon and get fat. So they gave the mice... Uh, who were already fat and been, had been given the aspartame and yep. other artificial sweeteners, they gave them Cipro and metronidazole, two antibiotics. And guess what happened? They became thinner. They lost weight. Yeah. They became thinner, right. And they've done the, that now they've done, these same people, have researchers in Israel, have done the research with humans, and they've done the same thing. Feeding artificial sweeteners to humans makes them fat. And, and have them have it eat, it, eat the artificial sweeteners regularly for six months. Then take the stool from the human and feed it to mice. That's the bacteria. Right. And the mice get fat. So you can transfer the bacteria from the mice that are grown by the artificial sweeteners back to humans, and the humans with these bacteria start absorbing more calories and get fat, just like the mice did. Unbelievable. All of this, yes, it is unbelievable. So, so all of this and, and many, many other things are on drmerkin.com. You can actually put in uh, arthritis. You can put in common ailments. And up will come uh, really a background story on, on the disease and a lot of different treatments and journal references that you can take to your doctor, all based on what Dr. Merkin's been talking about. Gabe, thank you very, very much for joining us. Thank it, you it, so it, much, Chris. You're great. You no, know, You know, it was amazing hearing your voice on AM800 again. Thanks a lot. Well, it's the same voice. Thank you so much, Chris. <laughs> all the best. You're listening to uh, Running Flat Radio on AM800 CKLW. From the pages of DC Comics. I'm the eyes and ears, and he's the feet. A new hero with the power of speed. You think because you can run real fast that you're invincible? You're not. And a mission that's personal. My mother died 14 years ago. Some things you just have to live with. Legends run fast. He runs faster. Game on. The Flash. All new tonight at 8 on CTV. Let's be honest. Everyone wants to spend less of their hard-earned money on things like car insurance. So here's some good news. Right now, Allstate is proud to announce new lower auto rates here in Ontario. So if you haven't already thought about switching to Allstate, now's the perfect time. Get honest protection at a great price. Talk to your local Allstate agent. Get personalized service and advice from one of three Allstate agencies in the Windsor area. Find yours at allstate.ca slash local. Now the forecast from the AM800 Weather Center. 30% chance of showers tonight and a low of 6. Mix of sun and cloud tomorrow. Gusty wind late in the morning, a high of 14. Partly cloudy Wednesday night. Gusty wind becoming light after midnight, a low of 4. Mix of sun and cloud Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. High of 15 Thursday, 14 Friday, 12 Saturday. Mix of sun and cloud Sunday. 40% chance of showers and a high of 15. Once again tonight, a 30% chance of showers and a low of 6. Some trucks make claims followed by disclaimers. Well, compared to any other truck, Ram lasts longer. And Ram 1500 has the best fuel economy of any pickup ever. So much for the fine print. Ram 1500, Motor Trends 2014 Truck of the Year. Get a Ram 1500 SXT Quad Cab 4x4 for less than $27,000. Guts. Glory. Ram. Helping you achieve your personal best. This is Running Flat Radio with Chris Yuzinski on AM 800. And Kelly Steele from Wizard Star. I tell you, how amazing 
was it for Dr. Gabe to be on AMA 100 again? Definitely uh, passionate about what he knows. He he really is. And he's so knowledgeable and he always wants to share his, his knowledge and his passion. And, uh, you know, he was talking to Steve Bell back and forth the other day about, you know, wheat berries because he he used to always promote wheat berries on his show. And, uh, great, great to hear his voice and hear his doing Where do you get wheat berries? (laughs) I don't even, I didn't want to ask, but I don't know. At your, at your whole grains outlet. Oh, okay. At your natural health food store. Uh, you are listening to Running Flat Radio on AM800 CKLW or on, on iTunes. Um, you know, we, we got to get, we got to do Song of the Week mm-hmm. really quick. And and it's really, it's all about Zombie Chase this weekend. And you just can't do it without some Rob Zombie, of course, Absolutely. with uh, Living Dead Girl. time you'll ever hear Rob Zombie on AM800. That's a great song. <laughs> uh, joining us now on uh, on Running Flat Radio is uh, John LaFranco from, uh, hey John, from Athletics Canada. How are you? Good, Chris. How are you? You know what? I, it's it's been a it's been a lot of fun today uh, having uh, an really the pioneer of sports medicine on with us talking about uh, stress and recovery, and of course, uh, a healthy colon, um, yeah. which is he, he had some interesting things to say. I uh, I had not heard some of those things. That the recent research about obesity was was just uh, pretty pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and 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 the beauty of what what if you go to Merkin dot com, Doctor Merkin dot com, uh, what he's done over the years is he's basically taken all the reading away from your doctor. So you'd look up your illness or or, or whatever your 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 condition was. And you'd print it out off of his website with all these journal references, because there's no way, there's no way your doctor can read every single journal uh, that comes out. Well, he had a whole staff that that's all they did was just find these journal references and put them in and put them in and put them in that backed up all these claims. So anyway, not to not to you know plug his website, but it is a fabulous website if you have ailments. Anyway, but but John's on from from Athletics Canada and. Uh, so you now head up a, a new section of, of Athletics Canada for, for road running in Canada. Yep, that's right. We have a website too, acroad.ca. Um, and, uh, yeah, basically we, we want to, um, you know, reach out to the road running community and try and, and uh, you know, in, engage with them. And, and the first thing that we're doing is this, uh, this race director summit. So I think you mentioned that before that you're going to be speaking at next week. And, we're really excited about that. I mean, there's, I think I, the list now is up to about 70 different uh, races and, uh, and organizations and, and companies that are coming to, to come together and basically talk about road running. Um, so that's sort of our first step in, in, you know, getting the community kind of all in the same room. Because it's, it's hard, you know, like race directors. Like, we, we work on islands, man. <laughs> Pardon me? We, we work on little islands you know, well, ex- by ourselves. Yeah. That's exactly it. Like, you know, everyone's got their own thing and everyone's working really hard and everyone's quite busy. Um, so it, it's it's really great that, you know, the, the people that are going to make it can take the time to come because I think, like, I think you mentioned this before too, and, and in our in our conversations preparing for this, like, they're just such great conversations, people sharing stories, and there's so much uh, wisdom and information that uh, I, I mean, that's just you know three or four people talking. I can't wait for you know to get seven <laughs> people in a room. It's going to be you may great. never you may never leave that room. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Every race director has a million stories of of things that happened or almost happened, and uh, yeah, there's no doubt about it. So you know, the one question I want to know too is is so where do you see uh, basically AC Road going in Canada? Uh, not not just from the race director standpoint, but even to the general public. Yeah, well, that's it. The the race director summit is kind of our our first step towards that because the race directors are the ones who are, you know, get in touch with the the running public on on a you know closer regular basis. Uh, Athletics Canada has a couple 
I guess you could call it programs that that you know, runners are are going to want to know about and, and be concerned with. And one of them is is course certification. So if your course mm-hmm. is measured accurately, um, then we we certify that uh, so that you know you know that the 10k is a 10k or a marathon is actually 42.2 and and that kind of thing. So that's the service that that we offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, that's the only kind of official thing. And I, I'm, I'm working on an article for our site actually that explains like the way that that the counting gets done. It's like a, there's a Jones counter on a bike, and yeah. you do like a um, a uh, measurement with like steel tape and stuff. Because those GPS watches, they don't they don't work. They, they, no, they they don't. And and I know that a lot of runners have them and and are very very fond of them. They're they're but, passionate about them at the finish line. I can tell you that much. Oh, yeah, but. But they're not they're not accurate. They're not, and and so it's um, you know we want to make sure that that the courses are uh, and and so race directors you know work with us and the course measures to make sure that that happens. So that's one thing, um, and the other thing, and this is sometimes confusing for for people, uh, is that we also well our provincial branches in each province there's a branch of Athletics Canada uh, sanction races. So sanctioning means that. Um, there's a list of criteria, um, you know, for example, like, do you have a certain number of toilets per, uh, you know, people entered? Um, do you have a, an agreement with the city, with the municipality? Do you have a safety plan? Um, you know, do you have a, the, a right, you know, a certain amount of water for, uh, you know, to be prepared if the temperature's hot? Right. All these sorts of things. Each province, it's a little bit different because each province is is different and, and has their own kind of culture and stuff. And so um, we don't, as Athletics Canada, we don't impose anything uh, like on everybody, but we do kind of monitor it and make sure that everyone's, there's kind of a minimum standard. But that's something we're going to discuss at the, the race track mm-hmm. summit. But that's, and that's for the runners too, because you want to know that the people putting on your race are professionals and they're doing a good job and that you can just go and just worry about your running, you know, and not have to worry about is, are the K market, well, that's more, you know, certification, but are the, you know, is, is the route safe? Is, is there going to be, is it going to be closed? Yep. Is there going to be a car? You know, all this stuff. So that's kind of, you know, we work a lot in the background a little bit. And I I think that what we're trying to do with this is to maybe um, get that word out a bit so that the runners can can understand and know what we're all about. And then uh, I think that, you know, there's there's lots more we can do. I mean, there's rankings and things like that. And, um, you know, just different. I mean, we're working on uh, stuff like a coaching program for people who want to you know, coach roadrunners. Correct. So a lot of that stuff, you know, there's a lot of clubs out there. They're not necessarily track clubs, they're roadrunning clubs. Yep. And yep. there are leaders in those clubs. And sometimes, and, you know, everybody's got a little bit of knowledge. There's certainly a lot of information out there. Um, but we also want to provide a kind of a, a, a course that people can go to to get standards uh, trained. And, yeah, and, and so that they'll know that, you know, kind of like the doctor you had on there, but, you know, he knows a fair bit too. So um, just, you know, getting that knowledge out there and sharing the knowledge that we have, because yep. you know, a lot of people associated with us are you know really high-level track coaches and stuff, and 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 know these things. So we want to get that out to the general public. John, I, I'm I'm for one, I'm really excited about uh, uh, road racing um, in in Canada, and especially having uh, you know AC Road now start to take more of a leadership role uh, is the way I see it in, in Canada, kind of bringing us all together, kind of developing standards that make sense uh, right across the board. So really excited about it. And really, th- thank you very much for inviting me uh, to next week's conference. I can't wait to uh, to see everybody. And, uh, and thanks for joining us today. Hey, no problem. It's great. I've You know, since I, I started this, I've been uh, listening to your show on a regular basis, and there's uh, it's always good. I really enjoyed the, the Hansons last week. That was, that was good. That <laughs> yeah, was cool. We're actually going to have the Hanson brothers on uh, right. probably next month, so it'll be That'd a lot be of fun. Job. But thanks, John. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening, and thanks for your support. Yeah, uh, hey, no problem. Thanks, been, Chris. We'll see you real soon. You bet. You've been listening to uh, Running Flat Radio on AM800 CKLW, and uh, keep running. And that's all I have to say about that. No.